I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 78 of the podcast. Happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, what are you waiting for? Get over there and hammer that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action that's coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. Okay, dads, the moment many of you have been waiting for has finally arrived. Today's guest on the podcast is NFL Hall of Fame legend Deion Sanders. Dion will be joining me here in just a minute, so please stick around for that. I have been a bit overwhelmed lately with all the direct messages and emails from so many of you dads and moms out there from all across the country, and I love seeing the enthusiasm about fatherhood and about family life. Fatherhood is not celebrated or appreciated anywhere near as much as it should be, especially in the media and on TV, but we are celebrating it here on First Class Fatherhood, and every day is Father's Day. And fatherhood is really a language that all men who are dads understand. It makes no difference what religion you practice or what color you are or what side of the political aisle you're on. Fatherhood connects us all. If you're out in the supermarket or you're at the ballpark and you see a dad with his kids, we kind of give each other that silent nod or smile because we understand. We understand what it means to really love our children. We understand what it means to want to protect our children and our family and to want the best for our kids. It's kind of like seeing the rain. It doesn't rain in any language or any color or any religion. It just rains. And it rains on us all. And that's fatherhood. It doesn't need any explanation. It's just a happening. And it's a shame that so many still view fatherhood and family life with such disdain because they really are truly missing out on a total transformation of life. Fatherhood really changes your perspective on life, and it is awesome. And just this past weekend, I was driving Uber, And I engaged in a conversation with a couple of young men. I told them that I have four kids. And they told me that having kids is far too expensive nowadays and it costs too much. And that's a common one that I hear. So I hit them with my standard reply to that philosophy by saying to them, if you think having kids is expensive, just wait until they hand you the bill for not having any. Because from the men I've talked to that are over 60 and never had any kids, it has cost them greatly. Fatherhood is a big chapter in life that you do not want to miss out on. And you do not want to miss out on my guest today. So keep it locked in here to First Class Fatherhood. And be sure to continue listening after the Deion Sanders interview because I will be dropping a couple of more guest names on you. And one that I have not tweeted out there or put on Instagram yet. And it is a big one. So keep it locked in here to First Class Fatherhood where I am celebrating fatherhood. And I am fortunate enough to get to speak with so many men who agree that fatherhood rocks. And one of those men is First Class Father Dion Sanders, who will be coming up right after I smack you with a quick little spot here on how you can help support the podcast and keep us rolling here, all right? So listen up. On the other side of the break, I am having Hall of Fame legend Dion Sanders. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. I cannot say thank you enough to all the listeners out there. You will hear a word from my sponsors in the middle of today's interview. If you would like to help me make First Class Fatherhood ad-free, please consider becoming a supporter of the podcast by hitting the link in the description of today's podcast episode. Welcome back to First Class Fatherhood. Joining me now is a First Class Father. He is a two-time Super Bowl winning champion. He is in the College Football Hall of Fame. He is also enshrined in Canton, Ohio, in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. 
He is an NFL legend. You know him as prime time. It is a great privilege for me to say, Deion Sanders, welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Yeah, how you doing? What's going on? All right, let me kick things off here. How many kids do you have and how old are they? I have five kids. From 27 all the way to 14. Wow, okay, 14 to 27. That's a big age range there. Um, I know you coach football. I, I coach uh, flag football myself. What is it like for you coaching the high school kids? How is that experience? High school kids are somewhat different. I mean, we're the coach. It's a different child at the end of the day. He's uh, advanced. She's advanced. She has the resources. She has the capabilities to, to hit a button and find themselves in a castle somewhere um, all amongst the country, in places that we didn't even travel. So we must really be hands-on with our kids and coach with the kids. And it's just not just kids, man. They're an extension of the family. If you coach the first football, I want you to know what's out of yours if your coach is talking. All right, Dion, walk me through. What were some of the difficulties of being such a high-level performance athlete and being a father? I don't think there's any difficulties. I think the main thing is how to equate time. And how to keep the main thing the main thing. Your kids are the main thing. So you got to learn how to fundamentally set time aside to make sure you're a father first. You chose to be a father. Therefore, you need to uphold the obligations of being a father first and not an athlete. Sports is something that passes through. Fatherhood is forever. All right, well said. Okay, backing it up to high school there, you deal with a lot of these kids who want to go next level. What type of advice do you have for the father that's out there whose kid is crushing it on the field and he's drawing attention from all the big schools and he wants to take his game to the next level? What type of advice do you have for that dad or parent? I would tell parents to stay involved with the whole entire process. I'm Don't allow your kids to make a foolish decision at 18 that they harm him before he or she is 21. Oftentimes, these kids don't have the capability or the capacity to make a wise decision on their future. You must be involved because they don't have that capability in life to make that decision which ultimately may affect their entire lives as well as yours because you've got to travel to those games. you you got to be there when she or he cries out for help. you got to be there to make sure they're maintaining their grades as well as the school. So I would tell them to just stay involved 100% throughout the whole process. You don't allow anyone to constantly, constantly, constantly contact your child without contacting you. You need to know. You need to be the gatekeeper. All right, very cool. Okay, you have a big presence on social media. I follow you on Twitter and Instagram, uh, but we did not grow up with social media. And it is one of those things that parents are struggling with. There's a big gap between parents and kids with this technology. What advice or opinion do you have with regards to social media when it comes to our kids? Well, I think social media is becoming a person now, not just social media. They're giving attention. They're giving love. They're giving their their time. They're giving their finances. They're giving their effort all into social media, and no one's communicating anymore. Yeah, I mean, you can have a, a, a table full of kids, and they don't even talk. They're all on social media. They rather text, email, tweet. Instagram or Snapchat, the person sitting right next to them rather than lift their head up and say, how you doing? Yeah, it's a shame, Dion. I agree with you there. I, I see it all the time as well. I, I drive a lot of Uber, and on the weekends, I'll pick up a bunch of kids after they had a night out, and, and on the ride back, they're just silent in the car, and when I look in the rearview mirror, all I see is their illuminated faces coming from their devices, so it's pretty sad. 
All right, let me switch gears a little bit here. With everything we know now about CTE, what's your opinion of young kids playing contact sports, especially football? Well, football teaches tremendous life lessons. There's a lot of injuries in soccer, which no one says anything about. Contact sports are contact sports. Many kids in the inner city, that's their way out. That's their way up. That's their way in. That's their way to escape the inner city trappings of life. So you don't see the like thereof when it comes to the inner city. I think the suburban areas, you may see cautious just in regards to the contact sports in those per se areas. But it's, I think it's business as usual. All right, it is now time for a word from today's sponsors, and I'll be right back with more of the action on First Class Fatherhood. All right, Dion, I know from following you on social media, I know that you're somebody that puts God first in your life, which is awesome to see. I am a believer in Christ. I put God first in my life as well. But this generation of kids, they seem to have run away from anything God-related, and we're seeing a rise in non-believers. What is the best way as parents for us to get the message across to our kids that God is great and he needs to be put first? A lot of parents say we put God first and we proclaim God when we're tweeting, when we're Instagramming, when we're on social media. But the first sign of pressure, I see it to watch is how we react to that. So when you're using profanity or when you're smoking or when you're out in obscene hours, uh, they don't see the God in you. Um, being a Christian means being Christ-like. So we must always display Christ-like features, Christ-like uh, attitudes and Christ-like experiences through our daily life. Then they can't hold that over your head when you snap over something as minimal as a slam in your hand at the door or something of that nature. So we must be an example for our kids first and foremost. Being made for being see. You know, Bible says train up a child. He's young, when he's old, he's never but so we were hoping that we train him up at a youthful stage, but when he's old they capture it and, and come back to it and understand that God was your rock. Well said, Dion. All right, last thing I want to hit you with here, I like to ask all the dads that I have on the podcast. What type of advice do you have for the new dad or the about-to-be father that's out there listening? Um, I would tell them to pay close attention to your child. This is the new world. Be involved in every aspect. Um, communication is everything, and don't try to be the friend. Get a parent. So many times and oftentimes we're trying to be our child's friend, trying to be his homie, trying to be the girl's friend, trying to be the, uh, the, the closest thing in their lives instead of acting like parents. Sometimes as parents, we uh, they may have a friend that's closer, but we're still a parent, and we need to act there up like a parent and have rules and have regulations and have guidelines and have, have precautions that they know you better not cross this line or it's going to be on, but you're going to have to have consequences taking your, your, your items that you care for the most. You know, discipline is a lost art in parenting nowadays. Okay, right on with that. I agree with you 100%. Um, all right, what do you got coming up? You got any projects you're working on, any books in the making? Where can we find you? NFL Network, man. I'm dedicated to these kids. This is my calling. So I coach youth football ages 5 to 12. Truth, and I coach high school football as well. And I'm on television on NFL Network a couple days a week, man. I think that keeps me busy enough. 
Okay, first class father, Dion Sanders, everyone. Dion, thank you so much. It has really been a pleasure to speak with you, and I really appreciate you giving me a few minutes of your time right here on First Class Fatherhood. No, man, I appreciate you and what you're doing and how you're reaching out across the country to just bring salt to the fathers of our country to bring people together. God bless. Yeah, God bless you as well, Dion. Thanks again. All right, hang on, everybody. I'll be right back after a quick spot. To wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood, I have to give a special thank you once again to Dion Sanders for giving me a few minutes of his time right here. Uh, please hit me up on social media, guys. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. And keep it locked in here to First Class Fatherhood. I have some exciting guests on the way. If you've been following me on Twitter, you've seen a few of the upcoming First Class Fathers that will be joining me here, such as Ed Milet, Jay Dobbins, Brad Leah, Jason Piccolo, and Bedros Koulian. But I have now confirmed an upcoming interview with a first-class father who is running for the United States Senate in Michigan. He is a former Apache pilot, and he just received an endorsement from President Donald Trump. John James will be joining me right here in an upcoming episode. So come on, dads. Lock it in. Subscribe to the podcast. Fatherhood rocks. Family values rule. And every day is Father's Day right here on First Class Fatherhood. So come on, pass the podcast around. Sharing is caring. That's all I got for you guys today. I'm Alec Lace. You've been listening to First Class Fatherhood. And please remember, guys, we are not babysitters. We're fathers. And we're not just fathers. We are first class fathers.